Good morning, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Tuesday, January the 12th. Uh, again, wherever you are, however you are, I, I hope you are filled with God's goodness today. Um, as we continue through this first week of Ordinary Time uh, and uh, continue to hear Mark's gospel. So we will pick up today immediately following yesterday's gospel, if you recall Uh, We've been following Mark sequentially. On Sunday, uh, Jesus was baptized, came up out of the water, and heard the voice of God. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Skipped over two short verses where he went to the uh, desert and was with the wild animals and the angels uh, ministered to him. Then he came back and he was calling the initial apostles, Andrew and Peter, James and John. And so we will uh, pick up immediately following that Mark chapter 1, verses 21 to 28. And remember all of this. We're going to talk about that whole idea of Mark. Mark underlying Jesus is that lion and he's taking the fight. He's taking the fight to Satan. We're going to hear the initial uh, battle today. So let's listen to God's word. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus came to Capernaum with his followers, and on the Sabbath he entered the synagogue and taught. The people were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. In their synagogue was a man with an unclean spirit. He cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Jesus rebuked him and said, Quiet, come out of him. The unclean spirit convulsed him, and with a loud cry came out of him. All were amazed and asked one another, What is this? A new teaching with authority. He commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. And his fame spread everywhere throughout the whole region of Galilee. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So, um, again, we see, and and we're going to see this in Mark constantly, that that Jesus is actively... um, standing up uh, against the kingdom of Satan, the kingdom of this world, by uh, inviting and actively installing, if I can use that word, correcting, uh, and, and, and bringing about the kingdom of God. Um, and, and, and here's one way that we see that happen with someone uh, who has an unclean spirit. Uh, we don't, we're not told anything more than that. And the spirit cries out, you know, what have you come to do with us? Have you come to destroy us? Meaning this, these unclean spirits. You know, we, we, you're, you're battling. That's it. Okay? Have you come to destroy us? And, and again, we're going to get to that issue of authority here. I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Meaning, okay, I, I know what you can do. And he's proclaiming that out loud. I don't think so much so the people hear um, simply because he knows who the he knows who the boss is in this confrontation the holy one of god is going to have authority uh and um but jesus rebukes him and says quiet 
And that goes into that whole idea of the messianic secret, and I've talked about that before, particularly in Mark's gospel, that the first one who's going to fully proclaim uh, that he is the Christ, besides Jesus himself, when he's in front of the Pharisees, but we'll get there, will be the soldier at the foot of the cross when it's finally revealed, even though Mark, at the beginning of his gospel, tells us this is who it's about. But it's that idea that the people weren't ready uh, for that to be proclaimed because they didn't have an understanding of what Messiah would be. But I want to get into this idea, not just Jesus, you know, being the lion here, the active battle. And, he, and again, he's a man in a hurry uh, because the battle is now. That's what we heard yesterday. I want to get into that idea of authority. I love it. I've spoken on this before. So Jesus comes to Capernaum with his followers. Well, at least we know there are four of them. Peter and Andrew, James and John. We, we got those yesterday. And on the Sabbath, he entered the synagogue and taught. We know that that, that that was his custom. We heard that in Luke last week, right? He went to the synagogue as was his custom. And the people were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. So we're going to see authority used in two different ways. We see it used uh, when he confronts the evil spirit, the unclean spirit. We see what authority looks like. We see the battle, and we see who, who has the power, right? But that authority, my friends, I would argue that authority comes through this first authority, which is he's teaching them. And he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. What does that mean? How did the scribes teach? Well, I, we don't know the answer to that question, but, but I think we can presume that the scribes were a step or two more distant to Scripture than what Jesus was. Maybe they talked about it. Maybe, maybe they spoke to their heads, but not to the hearts of the people. But Jesus spoke to them as one knowing the word. He knew it inside and out. He spoke with that authority of, of and this is where I come back to the, to the root word of authority, which is author. He spoke as one who either knew the author well or was the author himself. Both in this case are the truth. I mean, we know in the beginning was the Word, capital W, John tells us, and the, and the Word was with God and the Word was God. But he also knew in an intimate way, in an intimate way, he knew Abba, his, his daddy, the father. And he was able to bring that out. And I want to use two different um, ideas of, of how that, uh, different examples of, of ways that, that I think can be a challenge to us. Um, the first is in Ezekiel. Ezekiel chapter 3, you may recall, uh, God comes to Ezekiel uh, calling him in this prophetic role, and he invites him to eat the scroll, right? Eat the scroll, and in your mouth it's going to be as sweet as honey. And it was. He ate the scroll. And we can think to ourselves, why is God making him eat a scroll? That's just weird. Well, again, we're way, way too literal. This is, this is all... You know, metaphorical, this is all figurative language. It's all poetic language. What he's saying is, Ezekiel, take in the word. May it be 
uh, that that it comes from a place within you, and it's going to be as sweet in your in your mouth because you're going to that's that's how you're going to use it. You are going to be a man who brings the word to the people, but you got to know it. You got to take it in first. You got to become it before you can can bring it back out. Example number one. Example number two. One of my favorite um, works. Oh gosh, and I should have done a uh, uh, a uh, little. There we go. Yep, just got it. See, Google is so good. Should have done some research before I got that. One of my favorite works that I that I didn't read until probably about ten years ago was the uh, book Fahrenheit 451 by Ray Bradbury. Um, it's sci-fi in a, in a sense. It's futuristic. Let's say that. Uh, and it is wonderful and scary as hell uh, because I think it carries a prophetic uh, intonation to it. If you've never read it, it's an easy read. Um, but it is Fahrenheit 451, and, and I won't give the book away. Um, but it takes place at a time where books are being burned and banned and, and books burn at that temperature. At least that's what Bradbury uh, figured out that it was uh, 451 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, and so it, it's talking about this, this burning of the books. Anyway, won't tell you the storyline, but at the end, uh, when this main character uh, comes to this secluded place, he meets people, and they introduce themselves not by their name, hi, I'm Frank from Detroit, or I'm Judy from Sacramento. He introduces, they introduce themselves as, hi, I'm a tale of two cities. And, and somebody else, now forgive me if you've read it, you may be like, Joe, those aren't the titles used. And I, I forget what titles. Hi, I'm, I'm the Gospel of John. Um, because what they did was they memorized those books. So those books may be burned, but they won't go away. Brothers and sisters, I think that's exactly what, what the Gospel of Mark is inviting us to today. We need to eat the scroll that Ezekiel is talking about. We need to become the Word, because only when we become the Word can we speak it with authority, with that authorship that Jesus did. And then, only after we know the Word inside and out, that it comes from a place inside of us, not a step or two away like the scribes. We all know people that have spoken to it like that. When that word takes root and it is us, it is not external, it is us. Then, brothers and sisters, not only do we speak with authority, then we act with authority. Then we carry it not only in our words, but in our lives. And so that, I think, my friends, is, is what uh, Mark's gospel is inviting us to. You know, we are called to be the lion uh, as well. If that's, if that's Mark's Jesus, and it is. We are called to actively confront evil and actively install, bring about, uh, participate in the building of the kingdom of God. And we cannot do that from a step or two distance. We need to swallow the scroll. We need to become the word and then act out of that place. I think that's, that's one of the ways. I, I think that's the beginning point. For, for whatever this battle needs to look like in our lives. Because if, if there was a battle Jesus had to take on, it's ours too. 
Let's pray. Uh, again, just uh, invite you to bring your intentions uh, forward at this time. If there's anyone or anything that's going on in your lives or those around you, let's bring them all. Let's pray for each other today. And let's begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The second glorious mystery, the ascension uh, of Christ. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, blessings to you on this Tuesday. I hope you, uh, well, let's just uh, continue to work together and, and get to know that author better uh, so we can help participate in the authority of uh, bringing this uh, kingdom of God to, to a reality here on earth. Uh, blessings to you, and I look forward to us being together again tomorrow.